Hello, this is Leslie Garfield-Tenzer, and this is Law to Fact. Today, I have the pleasure of speaking with Dean Horace Anderson, the Dean of the Elizabeth Haupt School of Law at Pace University and the school where I teach. In this episode, Dean Horace Anderson shares with us the importance of voting. In fact, it's so important that he canceled class on voting day this year. But he doesn't talk just to Pace Law students. He talks to all of us about the idea of why it's disrespectful not to vote. He tells us why our vote makes us stewards of our future. And here's my discussion with Dean Horace Anderson. I'm certain you'll enjoy it. All right. Well, thanks for joining me. You know, it's a week until the election and students are thinking about voting, but they're also studying for finals with the kind of crunch schedule due to the pandemic. And so I wanted to speak to you about why it's so important for students to take that time off and get out and vote. Right. So as you know, um, we decided to close the law school on election day, cancel classes, um, and close administratively as well to give the community the time. That includes students, faculty, staff um, to get involved personally to be able to vote themselves and then to the extent it makes sense for them to also help other people vote. So volunteering as poll workers, um, reaching out to people who are unclear about their uh, polling place, all that sort of stuff to make sure that other people can vote as well. And I, I, you know, one of the reasons we did it is because we heard from students, we actually heard from the SBA, the Student Bar Association, um, that students were worried about that crunch, right? Um, you, we, they've got a lot to do. Uh, we all have a lot to do in the current COVID environment and all the little things that we are used to doing very quickly and easily, including voting, um, may take longer. Um, you've probably seen some of the lines um, in some of the early voting states, including New York, uh, as people go to vote in person. So we heard from students that they were concerned about exactly uh, uh, the issue you just raised, and we thought that a good way to give students, faculty, and staff the room they needed to do what I think is one of the most important things you can do as an American um, was to free up that time. And as I said, um, it's about voting yourself. It's also about making sure that other people can vote as well. Um, like I said a moment ago, one of the most important things we do is to express ourselves and to have our voices heard uh, at the polls, uh, at the ballot box. And so the more people get to actually exercise that right, um, the healthier our democracy is. So we wanted to give people a chance to help themselves and help others. And if I'm not mistaken, this is the first time you've closed school on election day, right? This is the first time. I think it's the first time that it's happened at, uh, at the law school in general, um, as far as I know, at least as long as I've been here, and, and definitely the first time since I've become dean uh, that we've done that. And just out of curiosity, do you know what other schools are doing? I'm just curious. Uh, I, from what I've heard anecdotally, uh, there's a mixed bag of some schools you know, doing programming around election day to sort of emphasize the importance of election day and of voting and other schools closing in order to facilitate voting. So I think the message is probably pretty consistent from what I've heard, which is this is really important. 
It's important in general. This is also a very important moment in our country's history. And I think different schools just figure out what works for them in terms of how you uh, sort of emphasize that moment for your community. And then I want to talk about that a little bit, because for many of our students, it's probably only the second presidential election um, that they've had the chance to vote. Not all, but but many of them. And, you know, there has been this idea that this is the most important um, thing you can do right now. You know, your vote is your voice. And but give us a little historical context, if you will, about why you feel that this moment is so important um, and maybe it's always been that important, but I feel like it's really, um, at least since 2008 and probably before that, way before that, it's become almost um, imperative. It should have always been imperative, don't get me right, wrong, right. but it's become imperative this year. Yeah, so I'll start by saying that I think it's always been imperative um, in terms of my personal feeling about voting, even before I became a lawyer, even before I became a professor or a dean. Um, I'm not of the generation that uh, risked its life in order to secure the vote for everyone, but I'm very in touch with that generation. Um, my, between my wife and, and myself, um, we have a lot of sort of immigrant uh, history in our family, but we also have migrant history within the United States. So my father-in-law was born in Birmingham, Alabama, um, and his family migrated to New York uh, in the 40s, I believe, 30s and 40s. And wow. so we have a lot of connection on my wife's side of the family um, to one of the sort of major centers of the voting rights movement. And so for me, it's always felt uh, disrespectful to even think about not voting when so many people risked and lost their lives. Um, in order to make it relatively easy for me to vote. And so it's always been very personal. And for me, so that means every election is important um, when you come at it from that perspective. This year is important, but every year since I turned 18 has been very important for me because I feel like I was given, my whole generation was given a gift. Um, and just like you wouldn't receive a gift from someone and then leave it unopened, um, I can't receive that gift and then not use it. So every election is important to me just off the bat, even before I started thinking about big, bigger picture issues about the constitution and voting rights. Um, and then I think, you know, this, so I, I'm, I'm basically saying the opposite of what you asked me, but this is, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I buck the hypo. Uh, so th this election is important, but every election year is important and actually there are a lot of elections that are extremely important that people don't think about as much, right? We all, every four years, we get really caught up in who's running for president. But um, as I've told um, my kids, as I've actually told some of my kids' classmates, because I've done assemblies at my son's um, school, you know, the really, 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 really important elections happen every year and they happen in between these big four-year events. So this year is important because we're electing a president and that's a big deal. Uh, but we are also electing representatives to Congress. We're electing senators. We're electing state senators. We're electing people to serve in the state assembly. We're electing mayors. We're electing governors. We're electing school board members. 
Um, and all of those positions really have a lot to say about how you live your day-to-day -day life. So, you know, I, I've talked to um, students about the importance of who sits on your school board um, and who hires the superintendent of your school system. Um, that's not an election that necessarily happens in step with the presidential election, but it's really important to the way people live their day-to-day -day lives and the way their kids are educated and that really choices about where people live in many cases, right? So those are really important elections. The um, basic sort of safety, health and safety of your community is often in the hands of a municipal council or a, and or a mayor and or a director of public safety of some sort. And again, these are not the elections that get national headlines, but in your local community, those are really important elections. And they're elections that very often get decided by tens of votes, right? Not millions of votes or even thousands of votes, but tens of votes. So to me, every four years has its own um, sort of special meaning and importance um, for the United States. But every year there's something going on where a voter can make his or her voice heard um, and should make his or her voice heard because the, uh, the impact on their lives are gonna be um, really, really, really immediate, right? Really immediately felt. So voting's important to me in general, and this year is like any other year for me personally. Um, elections in general are important every year because there are so many state and local elections that have an impact on everybody's life. And then we're at a particular moment now um, where the presidential election is um, potentially a, a turning point for us as a society. Uh, and the, so now I'm finally getting to your, your actual question, right? The, <laughs> um, you know, the, a lot of, there are a lot of big questions about who we are as a nation that people should be asking themselves um, when they vote this year. Uh, and those questions are not about necessarily who, um, who wins or which party wins, but whether, for example, um, both parties remain committed to a peaceful transfer of power, which is a hallmark of our democracy. Um, and can I just, I just want to interrupt yeah. on that point because, yeah. and that kind of ties back to how we live our day to day. I don't mean to drop, drop, but that's the nexus between law school and voting because mm -hmm. the whole idea of law school is interpreting the rule of law. Mm -hmm. And so if the rule of law is challenged, it really affects our profession. And I mean, so I think that's important for law students, but everybody, but I just want to point that out. Oh yeah, for, particularly for law students, which is why um, I was so open and actually proud of our students when they approached me about um, doing something different um, on election day at the law school. I think what we are doing, we're training students um, to become lawyers, right? Training attorneys, um, but as attorneys, we have 
responsibilities to our democracy that not every profession has, right? So not to pick on any, any, um, any um, professional group, but accountants don't have stewardship over the rule of law the way that we do. Right. Um, and so for us, it's very important for us to be involved um, in the electoral process uh, and because we are stewards of what that process is supposed to be protecting. So rule of law, um, the ability to uh, rule uh, by the will of the people, but still protecting individual rights for um, the minority. Um, again, as I said a moment ago, peaceful transfer of power. Um, we're not supposed to be about coups in the United States. Um, the, the electoral process works, um, the winner is declared and everybody gets behind the winner that comes out of that process and says, if it wasn't my person, then four years from now, we'll have a chance to get somebody new in there. And if it was my person, then that's good. And we have for 230 years successfully done that every four years. And, and the most important thing, when I think about the big picture in 2020, the most important thing is that we continue that. Um, we are, I don't believe in American exceptionalism in every single aspect of um, our public policy, but one of the things that historically has set us apart is this ability to come together every four years and say, this person is going to be the leader of this, of this country. This person is going to be um, the, um, the head of state for us. And if my person doesn't win, that's okay. Because right. whomever wins, um, the process produces uh, someone that, the, um, that has been chosen by our process. And we trust the process to borrow a little bit from, <laughs> from sports. We trust the process. Um, and we let it um, come to its conclusion and we live with that conclusion. And that's why we're, as a nation, we're still here 230 years later because we have stuck with that plan. Um, and the, the most important thing about our national election this year is that we stick with that plan. Which, which is a little threatened, um, actually. I heard a statistic and I, I don't know where I heard it from, so I can't swear by it, but I heard a statistic that the longest running democracy lasted 250 years. Mm. We're at 230. Um, so that's a goal. <laughs> it's like our PR, our personal record. We want to beat right, that. Right, right. We want to beat that. <laughs> we do want to beat that. Yeah. Um, you know, I just want to go back to one other thing. And, and this is so interesting and so profound. And just the idea that it's disrespectful not to vote versus it is our right to vote. Um, it, it's like a double double whammy of why you should vote. But one of the things you brought up is that that the smaller elections, the state elections, the school board elections, talk about how we live day to day, how we live our day to day life. And I want to bring that up in the context quickly of the Supreme Court, because as you know, the Supreme Court now is leaning heavily toward a conservative bench, one that is going to be very strict in interpreting our constitutional rights. But the Constitution is the floor and states can give more. So those of us who live in more liberal leaning states, right, can get more rights. And so how do we get those rights to your point through the vote? Um, right. And I just, so I guess I'm endorsing this idea. 
Yeah, I think the, you know, the, um, that's a very good take on it. Um, the national elections do have importance. One of the reasons that they're important is that the president uh, nominates and then the Senate confirms uh, Supreme Court justices and they make uh, very important legal decisions that apply across the whole country. But as you said, in many areas, the Supreme Court provides a constitutional floor when it comes to protecting rights and the states um, often um, have room to go beyond that constitutional floor in terms of protecting rights. So that's um, where, where you live and where you vote locally really, really matters. And for many people, uh, uh, things that they would like to see achieved at the national level uh, may not be possible from a policy perspective, uh, but can be very possible on a state and local perspective, depending on where you live. So uh, in uh, the, the sort of current moment uh, where there is a lot of anxiety about the Supreme Court, uh, those local and state elections have even more importance. Um, so yeah, I, again, 2020 is a big deal and I don't wanna diminish the fact that 2020 is a big deal. But 2021 will also be a big deal. 2022 will be a big right. deal as well. And I think what we should, as a, as a nation, be thinking about is maybe 2020 as the starting point of our taking every single election really seriously. And that leads me to a question I will not hold you to, Dean Anderson. But do you think that we will cancel class in honor of Election Day going forward? <laughs> I cannot answer that question yet. <laughs> Um, there are, you know, there are a lot of considerations that go into um, which days we hold classes on and which days we don't hold classes on. Um, I think, like I said, because of um, really the energy of our students and the importance of 2020 as a marker, this year was a good year um, to give people the opportunity to get very involved in election day. Um, for the future, it's certainly something that I would consider because, as I said, every year is important. Um, logistically, I've got to work that out with other other higher powers, um, <laughs> including <laughs> including my associate dean for academic affairs and my registrar, our registrar. Right. So, um, so I would work that out with those higher powers. But it's something that I certainly am interested in in doing. You know, I think back sometimes to um, to grade school where because so many schools served as polling places, right. uh, were schools were closed yeah. on election day. Mm -hmm. And even, even as a kid, you, you couldn't vote clearly, but you knew it was a big deal, right? Because you only got but so many holidays during right, the year, right. holidays off right. from school. And that, that Tuesday in November was always one of them. So I think that the signaling um, effect of, of being closed on election day is important. The substantive impact on people being able to actually do certain things in support of election day is important. So it's certainly something I'll think about, but I, I cannot commit to that today. Well, I'll give you the out too, because hopefully there'll be no pandemic next election well, day. Well, that's right. And, that's, and you know, that's kind of, I think that's contributing to the long lines. I just, I voted yesterday actually. And you know, they only let four, three people in at a time. And so, although really, you know, it's interesting. We, I voted, we brought our chairs I live in Westchester County and um, it moved so quickly. We never had a moment to open up our chairs. So it wasn't bad oh. anyway.
So, um, all right, well, this has been so helpful, so wonderful. Any parting words to our students and all students because this is heard by many people beyond just our school. First word, vote. And then after you vote, or even while you're voting, make sure your friends and family vote as well and everybody in your community. Excellent, and I like to say, I wrote a lot of postcards and I say your vote is your voice, so use your voice. Exactly. Thank you so much for taking the time to, um, to talk to us. Such an important topic and you really brought a perspective well beyond anything I even anticipated from the conversation. So I really appreciate it. Thank you very much. My pleasure, thanks for having me. Thank you. And that's my discussion with Dean Horace Anderson. If you're new to Law to Fact, check us out. We have lots of discussions with professors from all over the country about topics that you'll be tested on this semester and beyond and the bar. Thank you again for listening. Enjoy your day.